If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. Education. You feel me, them? I'm Quindell Evans. This is the Blue Poet Tree Podcast. That's three words. The word blue, poet, and tree. Blue is the color of dream, imagination, and everything in between. Poet is the already inscribed with the power to open the eye. Tree is the seed that branches off and leaves and grows wherever it goes. Blue Poetry.com, Blue Poetry on the gram. Follow me. You feel me, them? Let's go. So in the Blue Poetry Podcast, we speak about the habits that it takes to create a successful life. And we speak about the habits that it takes to break through and overcome a stressful life. You feel me, them? Because we want success. We are success and we don't want stress. We want to let stress go. You feel me? On this podcast, we recite affirmations and then we break it down about we break it down so that we can get to the nitty gritty about how we can use this affirmation to help ourselves. Use this affirmation to guide ourselves, to direct ourselves, to heal. I wrote a book called The Mouth Book, Messages of Uplift to Heal, specifically because I know that I need healing. There are certain parts of my life that are still negatively affected by my past that I want to shape and change for the sake of 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 displaying to you the power of affirmation for the sake of showing you how affirmations work i'm going to say right now that i am healed there are no things in my past that are affecting me in this moment you feel me that is an affirmation right there i am healed and nothing in my past is stopping me today Nothing from my past is hurting me today. Nothing from my past is negatively affecting me now. That is an affirmation that I am speaking into existence because that is what we recite affirmations for. We recite affirmations in order to speak things into existence. So the mouth book, Messages of Uplift to Heal, M-O-U-T-H is an acronym for Message of Uplift to Heal. In the book consists of 100 affirmations, just like the one I just said but they rhyme and a hundred questions so that you can write in the book and self-reflect and become more aware of the things that you need to work on. No matter where you are in your life, if you're in the best stages of your life and you want to get better, affirmations can help. Self-reflection can help. Being aware can help. If you are in the worst stage in your life and you feel like you really need to change, you need a drastic change, affirmations can help. It helped me beat depression and help me focus on my goals, which I'm doing right now. And you guys are helping me focus on my goals by listening to this podcast. I appreciate you for subscribing, for sharing it, for telling a friend, for listening twice. Whatever you do with this podcast, I appreciate you for doing it. You feel me? So with that being said, we're going to recite the affirmation. And today's affirmation is about healing, by the way, specifically, and letting go of past trauma. But before we do that, we're going to say the pledge, the affirmation pledge. That's what I call it. By Abiodun Oyewole, the creator and founder of The Last Poets, because it is my intro. So let's go. And it goes like this. I want to be what I can be 
to be proud, healthy and free. I want to say what I know to help my brothers and sisters grow. I want to feel good about me and blame no one for my misery. Cause I'll be strong and turn it around. I want to go up. I'm not going down. I want to do what I can do to make all my dreams come true. Remember my past, the good and bad, how I made it art. Even when it was sad, I want to share whatever my gift. And when you're feeling low, I give you a lift. I want to live without fear and know that I'm blessed for being here. You know that you're blessed for being here. Just know that we're blessed for being here. Just know that we're blessed. Yes, that's the affirmation pledge by Abio Dune Oye Wole, the creator and founder of The Last Poets. You feel me, them? But and, and it's been a minute since I recorded a podcast and I'm realizing why this is needed. Just singing that every day is so powerful for me. So powerful. You feel me? With that being said, now let's move on to the affirmation of the day. What I like to call the mouth of the day. The message of uplift to heal of the day. And it this affirmation goes like this. I am constantly healing and letting go of old mistakes and pain. I'm focused on being fully present in the moment and not allowing past trauma to hurt me again. One more time. I am constantly healing. I am constantly healing and letting go of old mistakes and pain. I'm focused on being fully present in the moment and not allowing past trauma to hurt me again. You feel me? Some of us suffer with traumatic experiences that are still in our memories still following us every day you know it's not easy if you know to go through something as a child or adult and you know have to live your life with that in your memories some people can get really really can be hurt and you know are powerful and strong enough and disciplined enough to let go of whatever hurt them. But some of us hold on to these things all of our lives. Some of us take certain pain to our grave. Some of us hold in secrets of things that have happened to us and we don't tell anyone because it is so traumatic. It is so detrimental to You know, it's a a detrimental experience that we don't want to talk about. We don't even feel comfortable talking about it. You know, not to our parents, our friends, no one, no one knows. We might, some of us do tell certain people who we know is, you know, don't have the power to spread the information, but some of us really aren't healing. You feel me? And it is imperative for us to heal. You feel me? It's imperative for us to actually let go of certain things that can hold us back from certain things we want, whether it be, you know, something that could hold you back from Having true love, from experiencing true love and being with somebody in a relationship happily and successfully. You might be holding on to your past relationship if somebody hurt you. You might be holding on to how your parents treated you. You might be holding on to, you know, how, you know, I don't know, anything. A lot of things. There's so many things, so many ways. It could be a job and you had a crazy boss and now you're like skeptical of every manager and you just have a bad relationship with every boss, you know, until you heal from that, whatever it be, you know, so like you get in a car accident and then it's like now you're, you know, nervous every time you get in the car, you're just like, I don't know, I don't want to be in a car, you you know, like you're claustrophobic inside a car from now on, 
whatever it is, there are ways for us to heal. And I'm not saying affirmation is the, 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 the thing, but that is a tool. You feel me? Like, that is a tool. So, like, a hammer can't do everything, you know? Sometimes you might need a screwdriver. Sometimes you might need a wrench. You feel me? But a hammer is a tool. So, affirmation is a tool. Affirmation is the the wrench, you know? You have a issue, a traumatic issue in your life, you might need a hammer. You know, you might need a different tool. You know, affirmations might not work for you if you you understand the metaphor where I'm going. But today... Excuse me. What I want to do is I want to share with you a story um, with the prompt, I can't hold this in anymore. You feel me? I want to share with you a story about something that (coughs) happened to me that I want to stop allowing to affect me. I don't want this this incident to affect me today. You feel me? The affirmation is I'm constantly healing and letting go of old mistakes and pain. You feel me? So if if, if something has happened to me, something painful has happened to me in the past, and I'm using, you know, this energy, you know, since I'm, since I am conditioning myself to focus on healing and letting go and focused on being grateful for Every experience that I have experienced in my life, you know, I want to focus on being fully present in the moment and not allowing past trauma to hurt me again. So this is the story. The prompt is I can't hold this in anymore. And this is to my father. Dear daddy, before I let you know how hurt I was, just know that I forgive you. I forgive you now because I don't want to be affected by the memory of that day you hurt me scarred me, abandoned me, left me out in the cold. I'm too old to hold on to the negative energy that lives within the memory of that dreadful night. I want to be free. The other night, I was with my friend Chris at his crib in Harlem. He wanted to smoke and didn't have anything to smoke, so he insisted that we walk to the store. I agreed. On the way back, he stopped to speak to someone he recognized who was parked in a car outside of his building. His building is on the corner of the block, and that car was parked directly on the side of his building, around the corner. He was speaking for quite a while, so I decided to, you know, just go around the corner and wait in front of the building until he finished speaking, instead of standing behind him looking like a creep. I was waiting for at least five minutes and began to think about how long he was taking. I peeked around the corner, and the car was gone, along with Chris. There's no back door to his building, so there was no way he went upstairs past me because I was standing at the front door of the building. In that moment, I didn't even think about where he could have went. I just felt abandoned. I immediately thought of you, Daddy, and those same feelings emerged from the day you abandoned me. They say it's easy to remember events and times that are emotionally charged. Whether good emotions or bad, whether happy or sad, I remember my first time visiting an amusement park, Sesame Place. That's an example of a good emotional memory. I also remember when my friend who was overweight at the time was crying on the roller coaster at Sesame Place because the mechanical seatbelt was too tight over his stomach. That's an example of a bad emotional memory. Well, it's a bad emotional memory for him, but it was funny to me. You know how they take a picture on a roller coaster and then try to sell it to you inside a frame on one of those snow globe toy thingies when you get off the roller coaster 
Yeah, when they tried to sell us the picture, my friend's picture was of him crying while trying to loosen the seatbelt off of his belly. That's the kind of negative emotional memory I'm talking about. Well, that night you abandoned me was both has both a positive emotional charge and a negative emotional memory, so I'll never forget. First of all, it was my birthday. That's a positive memory. I was born the day after Christmas, December 26, 1990. On December 25th, Christmas Day, I opened up a gift from my cousin Jaquan, and it was a Sega Genesis. This was 1995, and PlayStation had just come out that September. Jaquan had gotten PlayStation and decided to give me his old Sega Genesis. I was excited, and I remember playing Sonic when you came in, Daddy. At this point of your life, you was addicted to crack, and Mommy had just gotten over her addiction to crack. I remember you saying something like, PlayStation just came out. I'll get you one. Stop playing this game. You unplugged the game and told me to come with you outside. I thought you were literally going to take me to get the new PlayStation. And I'm not saying you didn't say happy birthday or Merry Christmas. I just don't remember. That's not the part of the emotional memory that stuck with me. What stuck with me is you saying, wait right here. I'll be back. As you went into the next building in the projects that we lived in at the time, Mitchell Projects in the Bronx. I don't remember being cold, but I know it was cold outside because it was Christmas. It was December, New York City. I remember just staring into the night sky, patiently waiting outside, which seemed like an hour for you, but you never came back. I don't even remember what I did after, whether I went back upstairs and cried or whatever, whatever. I just don't remember the rest of the night. But I do remember that feeling of abandonment I felt in the years of teasing that stemmed from that night. Mommy got 11 kids, three by you, and we all used to tease each other and argue and fight, especially the boys. And your father smoked crack, or that's why your father sold your Sega for crack. It's one of those insults my older brothers would say knowing that that's going to hurt me. Because I was the one who would cry anytime somebody would say anything about you. I don't even remember having conversations about that night with, my, with, with mommy. But the fact that you took my game and sold it, traded it in, or whatever type of collateral you made with it to get drugs is known to all of us in the family. Once again, I forgive you because it's, it happened so long ago. And you're no longer addicted to drugs. And I don't want to be affected anymore. Like how I was affected just because my friend Chris was out of sight for a second or two. See, there's a corner store right across the street from Chris's house, which is where he went to get something, by the way. By the time I realized he was taking too long, I started to leave and head back home to Brooklyn. Only because I felt a similar feeling of abandonment like that night you left me out in the cold. As I began to walk away from Chris' building, I saw him crossing the street walking toward me. The rest of the night went well as Chris and I listened to some instrumentals and freestyled and playing to write and record music, but you were on my mind the whole time. I feel like when adults do certain things that harm toddlers, that they that the adults think the toddler is too young to remember. But no, emotion is memory. I was five, but it feels like yesterday. I couldn't hold this in anymore. So that's my story that I wrote about... You know, 
my father and it's specifically about a traumatic and painful event that still with me, still with me up into my adult life today. It happened when I was five. Right now, I'm 28 and was affected by it because my friend took too long at the store. You know, I guess he decided that he forgot to get something from the store or whatever, something last minute. He wanted to get something from the store and he went to the store. And, you know, I didn't know that he went to the store. I didn't see him go to the store. And in that moment, I was, you know, feeling that feeling of abandonment. You know, I feel that feeling, I feel that feeling of abandonment, you know, it could anything could trigger it. You feel me? I could be talking to somebody in a room, and in mid conversation, they leave the room. I'm like, nah. Like, tell me where you're going. Like, communicate with me. You feel me? Like, you're going to the bathroom. Say that. Don't just walk away. Because it's like this certain certain traumatic experiences affect us to this day. It affects how we we function today if we don't heal from it. You feel me? And the second part of the affirmation is I'm focused on being fully present in a moment. You feel me? So if I'm fully present in a moment, then no traumatic experiences from the past can negatively affect me. You feel me? Because I want to heal from it. We need to heal from things, you know, and every healing ain't going to just be healed by affirmation. Every healing ain't just going to be healed by a therapy session. Every healing ain't going to just be healed by meditation. But but whatever you could do, you do. If you got to do affirmations, meditation, if you got to go to a ther- therapist, do whatever you can. Because as adults, we want to be in control of ourselves. We want to be in control of our lives. We want to be... In control of our destiny, you know, where we're going, where we're headed. And if we're too stuck in the past, then it can negatively affect us today, you know. And if we heal, this is the most important part. When we heal, it is inevitable that other people are going to go through traumatic experiences. So when we heal and we run into somebody who went through what we went through, we can explain to them how we healed instead of just explaining to them how we're still messed up by it and that's what happens a lot i noticed like people could get together and we could all talk about how we share similar pain share similar traumatic experiences and how we're still suffering from it but none of us can share how we're not none of us but you know and there's plenty this you know there's plenty instances where people could just share how they were still negatively affected by someone you know like oh this is why i don't mess with guys who who you know who i don't know this is why I don't mess with girls who who act like this. It's because the last girlfriend I had would act like this. Is, I'm saying like we just hold on to it. This is why I don't mess with. This is why I don't do this. It's because da 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 da. You know, or I was talking to Ann today and the 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 the, the supermarket was crowded and you know like so crowded that like the the employees there were like moving shopping carts that were just in the aisle blocking people from walking by and she says oh i'm never going to shop here on a sunday again and it's just like that is that is an example of how we literally take something that that negatively affects us and then we carry it with us throughout life and when we when we get into the habit of doing that that's very simple it's not like crazy but like that is a habit though that habit is something that when we get into the habit of doing, it can literally, you know, like, just 
seep into our our relationships our relationship like it can it can find its way it can creep into our uh, the way we approach you know our career it can creep into other areas of our lives so we need not limit ourselves in that way oh this is why i'm never going to shop on a sunday at this supermarket is 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 very similar to like this is why i'm never going to do this or this is why i this is why i am doing this i am doing this because you know what this is why i don't trust you because you know you did this and my ex did the same thing and and this reminded me of that and it's like you know so like we carry you know whether consciously or unconsciously intentionally or unintentionally things from the past with us in the present when we don't heal and when we're not focused on healing from things we are only whether we know it or not we're only focused on being like carrying baggage. If you're not focused on healing, you're focused on your baggage. And what do we want to be focused on? This affirmation is about letting go of the load, letting go of the bag. Like the song Eric about do bag lady, let go of the bag. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Like let go of the bags and hold on to the healing. You feel me? If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn. Education. Let's go. Fuck all your feelings. Been this up in as soon as I finish. Don't ask me no question. Got no time, no time. Yeah. Got no time, no time for you. I ain't got no time for this bitch. I ain't tryna waste time with this bitch. I ain't got no time for this bitch. Ain't tryna waste time with this bitch. No time, no time Right after we fucked, she told me she want me, then told me to date her You know I ain't with it, I left her the kitchen like why do they do that? We ain't speak in a minute Way too independent. Push it the tight as I'm with it. As soon as I eat it, I'm in it. Promise that you're gonna feel it. All I need is one minute. Hold up. I got no time, no time. Just wanna kill it. I swear this just feel like a mission. She got that one in a million. Got no time, no time. The way that I'm chilling, the way that I'm killing, the way that she feeling. The way that I'm 
was up about a minute ago. Got no time for us unless we kick on the low. You be ticking me off, but I be timing it though. It's only a matter of time before you watching me go. Stop watching me though. I be seeing you scroll down my timeline, clocking all the places I go. And you know my G shock, so you taking it slow. Have you weak in the days? Think you playing me though? Nah, nah. Got no time, no time for you.